Hi, and welcome to episode two of Publisher Nation, the podcast that will examine all aspects of the publishing industry, old and new. My name is Bradley Metrock. I'm CEO of a company called Score Publishing based in Nashville with the aim of helping people become better interactive content creators. My co-host is David Dunham, CEO of Grabber. David, say hello. Hello, folks. Hello, Bradley. It's so good to be with you again and, uh, and so excited about today's uh, guest and about our topic of discussion. Absolutely. Appreciate it, David. Our guest today is Richard Sawinski of Belmont University. Richard, say hello. Hi, David. And hi, uh, Bradley. Good to be here. Thank you. Thank you for sharing Thanks. your time with us and, and your expertise and your perspective. It's greatly appreciated. Richard, let me start off by asking you just to share a little bit of your background um, with us and, and how you, um, some of your background in the publishing industry and how you got to be where you are right now. Okay. Well, the, I, the short answer would be that after, oh, 25 years in advertising and publishing, 20 of those years were at Meredith Publishing, uh, where I was uh, an editor at Better Homes and Gardens. I uh, returned to the University of Iowa for my MFA degree uh, from their nonfiction writing program. And from uh, U of I, I went to University of Missouri to become managing editor of the Missouri Review, which is one of the uh, top literary magazines in the country. Then to a small private liberal arts college in Northwest Iowa called Northwestern and from there to Belmont to start their publishing program. So Belmont's program, correct me if I'm wrong, is the only undergraduate publishing program in the United States. Bradley, I think that's right. I, I try to keep uh, track of what's going on out there, and uh, to my knowledge, everything that I've seen uh, still makes us the only full-fledged publishing program. I have seen some colleges or universities that are adding concentrations in publishing, and some of those are more actually literary-type publishing <clears throat> or, um, or perhaps magazine, but um, we're, we have a the, the major that covers both um, literary and uh, uh, book publishing, magazine publishing, the, the whole gamut. And so how many students right now are in the publishing program at Belmont? We're starting our fourth year in the fall. Um, when I came here, we, um, we started with seven majors. In the fall, we'll have 50 majors. And we're also adding a publishing minor. And with that minor, I expect some of those English majors um, will come over. And we'll probably have a pretty big program in another year. So share with us, I think this is really cool. I think this is fantastic that this is going on here in Nashville. And, um, you know, I think it's fantastic that this sort of program exists for people who want to get into publishing. Well, I, I just want to interject that I was so fascinated when I met Richard several months ago and to, to learn what he just said, that Belmont has the only publishing program uh, in the country, and even my alma mater back in Texas, uh, how I wouldn't have loved to have for them to have had a publishing um, major or some sort of publishing program when when I was prepping to get into this business. So, I'm uh, I, I just can't say enough great things about uh, how foresighted and and how important something like this is uh, for. For students to be, you know, uh, have access to. So, congratulations, Richard. 
Yeah, thank you, David. Uh, I'm reminded of uh, when I was talking to different um, publishing executives, and um, this one person, when she found out that we had the major, she was um, so thankful because she said, in the past, we would get, for example, an English major here, and they'd be all excited about being in the publishing industry, but then they would find out that it really is a business, and then they would quickly lose interest. And with our program, there's no doubt when our students come out of this program, they will know that, that publishing is a business, and uh, they'll be, I think, quite well prepared, or at least as well prepared as, as an undergraduate can be to enter uh, uh, the publishing business. So let's talk about that a minute. So the name of this podcast is Publisher Nation, and it the name Publisher Nation refers to not only the traditional publishing industry that everybody thinks of the big publishers producing big mainstream titles that get sold at retail and, and all of that, and also new media, things like podcasting, things like live streaming video on YouTube, things like interactive books. I could go on and on. So I ask you, what skills are you and Belmont imparting through the publishing program? What skills are you cultivating in these folks? And what sort of trajectory are you looking for them to take as they exit the program? Uh, That's a great question. First, we have two tracks in the program. Uh, We have an editorial track and we have a marketing track. And the students can decide which one they want to take. In addition to that, then we have some core requirements that they take. For example, in our publishing process class, we spend the first half of the semester talking about magazine, magazine publishing. Most of the coursework is is heavily devoted to books, but in this course, we actually uh, talk about magazines. It just gives our students one more avenue into the the publishing um, workforce when they graduate. So we'll spend the first half talking about magazines. Students will break into teams. They'll uh, come up with concepts. They'll do mission statements. They'll come up with story ideas. They'll do a little design and layout, and also a launch plan, as well as a budget. Uh, and then after the, uh, the, the second half, that we get into the, uh, the book publishing industry. And there we'll talk about, you know, we'll talk about acquisitions. We'll talk about... Uh, Uh, the types of editorial jobs, Uh, uh, we'll talk about publishing law, we'll talk about kind of a little bit about everything which which pretty much opens up into a lot of the different coursework that we'll have. And we'll talk about uh, audio and digital and print media as well. We'll talk about production and promotion and distribution. So, uh, and of course marketing and and we get into the challenges that they're going to face in the industry. So we, we, we we start out with a lot of things, and we do a lot of things in terms of editorial, and we do a lot of things in terms of the marketing. So before we started the podcast, we were having a conversation about um, how you and your students, uh, how you and the program at Belmont have emphasized discoverability. That's right. And discoverability of books that are coming to market, um, whether it's a self-published author producing the next Martian or whether it's HarperCollins producing, you know, the next in some big mainstream uh, series of titles. Uh, Discoverability is important for everybody. Share with us a little bit, and I know David will have something to say on this, but share with us a little bit 
the challenges of discoverability in this marketplace? Well, that is, is really one of the, the, the key questions that, um, that we talk about. It's one of the first things that I bring up in the publishing process and as well as the uh, business of publishing course. And um, uh, you may know, David, the, the latest numbers, and, and uh, I know it depends on what's being cited, but there's something like, what, one and a half million books published each year with an ISBN number? I, for 2016, I heard it was anywhere from about 850 to just over a million. So, yeah, I think I know that there's more ISBN numbers issued than the books actually published. But, uh, but I think a million is a pretty safe number. And you, you contrast that to about six years, five or six years ago, it was about a quarter of a million. So the, the industry is growing exponentially, to say the least. Yeah, and then what you know when you start adding uh, self-published authors, um, some who go out and do the you know the ISBN number, some who do not, and and there's just a lot out there. Not to mention the competition from um, all the other media, the entertainment industry. So for a book to stand out, for it to be discovered, that and this is what I, I say to my students. You know, I don't have all the answers. Uh, this is something that. <laughs> that they will have to face and they'll have to solve uh, in their careers. Um, my goal is to, to point out what's being done now, what, what uh, they can be looking forward to, all the different uh, platforms that are being developed, the different apps. Uh, David, and I know you've got a brilliant product out there. All these things, uh, I think, make the industry really exciting for our students, and, and I can't wait to see what they're going to do. Well, it's really fascinating, uh, again, because, and, and, and of course, I'm not telling either one of you anything you don't already know, but <clears throat> with the technology uh, today and the advances, I mean, we're, 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 go we're, you know, we're going at warp speed into new technologies uh, every month and every year. You know, it's, uh, it's, really, it's really amazing for the kids to get, your students, rather, to get this kind of basic knowledge uh, in all these different aspects and uh, and certainly social media is you know is probably the most affected uh, discipline in the in, or component in this whole publishing mix uh, as far as technology advances are concerned uh, but to some extent even typography and and who knows what's going to we're going to have in the way of software for <laughs> copy editing, you know, ten, five right. or ten years from now. Who knows? I mean, copy editing as we know it today may be a lost start even. <laughs> that's, uh, that's an interesting thought. Uh, I, I have a feeling we're a few years uh, away from that. Uh, I think uh, my skills in that area will still be used, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, speaking of which, you know, that is, that's one of the courses that we offer is copy editing. In fact, I tell my students that whether they're going to get a marketing internship or an editorial internship, uh, they need to be able to uh, do some copy editing. They need to be able to understand some, some grammar, especially um, well, on, the, on the editorial side, they need a good grasp of grammar and punctuation. And also, we, um, we have a course that talks about uh, developmental editing and how to, how to put a book together, what, what how to launch uh, the argument for the book, um, 
So yes. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. So you do get into the substantive editing part, huh? We we do. We have we have a fiction editing class and a nonfiction class. In in this coming fall, for example, I'm doing a special topics, and that is going to be um, uh, nonfiction editing, create slash creative writing, and the book proposal. And so we're going to do a lot of writing. We're going to look at a lot of different uh -huh. book proposals. See what uh, what proposals have been successful. You know what they're made of. Um, yeah. So well, and and the other thing that that um, in terms of giving our students hands-on experience, we have a, a workshop. It's uh, called um, publishing workshop, and it is uh, we produce the Belmont Story Review. This is a national literary publication, and the students are in charge of everything. They do they do the call for manuscripts, they do the social media, they they do they read the manuscripts and select the manuscripts to be uh, shoot them up the ladder. All that uh, we have that produced in both uh, print and digital and uh, we, we get authors from all across the country. This is not student written, it is a student run magazine, but we have award-winning authors and we're just putting the uh, finishing touches on our second uh, second uh, edition, and we'll be working on our third next year. Hey, Richard, real quick, tell yeah. our listeners again the name of the publication and how they can get access it's, to it. It's called Belmont Story Review, okay. and you can see the digital version by going to belmontstoryreview.com, and so you can read the whole thing online. Richard, let me ask you, are you getting, uh, so you're in your fourth year now, or you're about to enter your fourth year of the program, are you getting uh, industry support to the level that you would expect? Uh, talk about um, whether that's been a, a strength or whether that's been more of a challenge uh, than you might have expected when you started. The industry support has been tremendous. When, um, when I was interviewing for the position, they asked me what was the first thing I was going to do, and I said the first thing I'm going to do is start knocking on doors and seeing if I can open up, line up some internships. Um, and here in Nashville, of course, as you know, it's the second largest publishing venue after New York. Uh, there has not been one publisher or a, a publishing company that I have emailed, called, or contacted that hasn't been open to talking to me and, to, and learning about the program. Um, the, they, they're eager to send people from their company to my classroom to be speakers. Um, they're, they're, um, they're open to internships, and we've, you know, we've placed a lot of internships. So no, it, that the support has been absolutely tremendous. No, that's great. Um, and I was, that's something I was curious about. And my other question for you is, let's, let's say for a minute that I am a uh, freshman uh, coming on at, uh, at Belmont, you know, moved to Nashville from somewhere and, and came to Belmont. What is your sales pitch for the publishing program? I'm an impressionable freshman. I'm wondering what I'm going to major in. I haven't decided I could do this, that, or the other thing. You know, the publishing industry is in plenty of disarray, but then again, every single industry is in disarray. What do you what do you tell uh, an, a Belmont undergraduate student who is considering uh, majoring in publishing? Yeah, that's a great question. The, I think the first thing to consider is is who these students are, and um, and they're just like 
you know, the, the, the way I was at that age, and, and, the, and, and you too as well, the, they love to read. I mean, that, that is their passion. They, they love reading. Uh, many of them are also writers, creative writers. And so they want to incorporate that passion into some sort of, you know, job, career. And after, at, at that point, then it's just a matter of saying to them, look, here, here are the, the two paths that we have in publishing. We've got the marketing, we have the editorial, and we have a small program. Um, in terms of, you know, your major, it's just 24 hours plus six hours of internship. So one of the big pluses, I think, for the program and that I say to the students all the time is you have to have two internships. And I tell them between the internships, between the Belmont Story Review, between some of the special uh, projects that we work on, when they walk out of this door, they will be better prepared to get into the publishing industry than I think any other undergraduate in the country would be. Now, of course, you know, they still have to bring their, their skills and their passions and, and, and everything that goes with that. But... Uh, they, they will be prepared, uh, as I say, as much at, as I think an undergraduate can be, to enter the, the, the publishing uh, world. And so that, that, you know, that's, that's my pitch. If you want to be in publishing, we're going to give you the coursework and the tools and the experience that will set you up for success. That's awesome. No, that's, that's, that's cool. And so let me ask you, too. You're entering your fourth year. you got 50 students who are majoring in publishing, right. where do you want this all to be in three to five years' time? What's your vision for the growth of this program, you know, relative to Belmont, relative to Nashville, relative to the publishing industry uh, itself? Uh, what's your, where are you going with all this? That, that's, I, I, have the, I have this grand vision. <laughs> that doesn't mean that uh, I'm I necessarily have everyone on board at this point, but I would love to see Belmont University become, in some ways, the writing slash publishing uh, university of the South. Um, I've been talking about getting. I love a, that. Yeah, I, I talk about getting a, a Belmont University press going. Uh, of course, you know, in many universities, they're shutting down their press, but I think we are in a unique position, especially given the fact of where the industry is and, and, the, and the hybrid type of a company, publishing companies that are out there, I think we're well positioned to, to uh, have a Belmont University Press that we could start out uh, successfully, not going in the hole and, and, um, and keeping that going on a self-sustaining basis. So that's, that's part of the vision. Um, I'd like to see um, us also do more on the creative writing side. This would not be part of our publishing program, but I could envision, for example, uh, an MFA degree, uh, perhaps a low residency uh, program. Um, I, I would like for us to uh, expand the Belmont Story Review. Right now, we can, we can do one issue a year. I'd love to see it go to at least twice a year. Uh, so I, I'm looking for things that will give our students hands-on experience such as the Belmont Story Review and the Belmont University Press. I think between those two things alone, along with our internships, um, yeah, I think we can make uh, an impact in the industry. Very cool. Yeah, I have, a, one, I have one question to uh, uh, Richard. 
talk just a minute about the marketing and what kind of marketing classes or instructions that the students are getting. Yeah, Is it we, traditional PR, you know, where you hire the PR firm and they send review copies of books and try to book the author on talk radio or television or online reviews, or is, and then digital, and talk about the, what you're doing from a digital standpoint. Well, we, uh, on the marketing side, we have a business of publishing, and we talk about, of course, the traditional publisher. We also talk about some of, this high, some of the hybrid publishing opportunities, including what's going on in the digital world. We have a media relations and branding, and uh, some of our adjunct professors that we get in, uh, for example, our media relations and branding, vice president of of PR for one of the major publishing companies here in town. Um, we do. We have a, a course that's social media in public relations, and it's all devoted to social media. So, we, which as as you point out, David, is so important. So, that is, and that's the other course that I tell my students that they have to get in as quickly as possible and really get involved in that. And it's from semester to semester, it is always changing. So we we. Um, you know that that's an important part of what we do in terms of you know, in terms of the social media platform, the digital platforms, um, and, and a lot of a lot of what the the students are going to get are going to it's going to come from people in the industry that come into the classroom and talk about what's going on. Most most of the speakers are coming from a traditional publisher, but but not all. And of course, um, for example, there, there's a lot of I think exciting hybrid publishing companies out there that, you know, that they're, um, in the old days it would have just been called, you know, self-publishing, but these are professionals who know about sales and distribution, they know about uh, design, uh, they know about typesetting, and they'll work with an author to package their book, returning more of the sales uh, revenue into the author's pocket at the same time taking their percentage for managing the project, but not to the same degree as a traditional publisher. So I think that's also an area where we're going to see a lot of uh, exciting things come along. Got it. And then, you know, one of the things, uh, Richard, that I was taught early on in my career, and this would have been back in the 70s, right out of college when I got into publishing, um, was to, as, as a, in working in, a, in the marketing division especially, I was I was uh, one of my mentors. Uh, I remember telling me that I needed to learn to write ad copy mm -hmm. because if I could write ad copy, I could write anything. And um, and so I, I'm always fascinated, at, even to, in talking to a lot of my friends at some of the big publishing houses and and visiting with them from time to time, especially in the marketing department, is is to talk to some of the 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 new employees, uh, these twenty year olds and. Uh, you know, entry-level kind of marketing positions. To, 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 I'm always curious to know what their skill level is when it comes to writing, and and ask them about the copywriting that they do, and whether it's jacket copy or whether it's catalog copy or what, whatever the case may be. And so, I'm curious if you've got any really gifted uh, copywriters in your program. Well, David, you're. Um you're speaking to my heart here. Um, I started out uh, in an ad agency, so and I started out doing copy. Um, I, I think uh, I think you're right. If you can write copy, you know that that's crisp and clear, 
that's a, that's a great background. Um, in terms of the program here, I mean, we, we definitely, for example, in our business of publishing course, they are writing jacket copy and, and they're, um, they're also doing press releases. If, if they happen to have uh, some basic journalism courses, I think that's a, a big plus, the who, what, when, why, and where. If you can organize your material, again, to be clear and concise, that, that's, that's a big bonus, and that, that goes a long way in terms of, of uh, uh, copywriting. The other thing that I talk about, and it's, this is a, it's a little bit harder to, to teach if, if you can, I talk about creativity. I will pose questions or problems for them, and it's not that there's any right answer. I just want them to engage in the question and really kind of just come up with something you know that might even seem crazy. I, I, I always talk about don't you know I don't just want the first thing that comes to your mind. I want you to think deeply about this and I want you to come up with some really interesting, innovative, creative answers. So in terms of of you know, you know, how do you come up with great copy? One, you know, you have to be able to be clear, concise, you have to be able to convey you know, what it is you intend. And then the other thing is be creative about what you're doing. So I think between between the clarity and the creativity, you're going to have great copy copywriters. And you know, do I have some in my program? Sure, absolutely. Some some of these students are one they're wonderfully creative. Um, in fact, you know, I talked about um, doing a magazine concept. One of my students who came up with the concept last semester, uh, she is working on actually making this a viable, real product. She's a she's a great writer. She's a very clear thinker. Um, she has everything that that one would need to to get this launched. Now, except for some money. But we're working on that as well. So no, there, there, yeah, there's absolutely some some great, great copywriters in, in these classes. The great thing about copywriting too is that you know talking about publishing being you know both all the things that you think that it is books, magazines, all the traditional stuff, and also all this new media. You know those skills are portable. Those skills travel anywhere, and uh, you know if you know how to write good copy, you can write a great uh, blurb for a book, and you can also write a great description of your YouTube video that's going to help it get uh, found easier on YouTube. You know, those are skills that everybody doing anything's got to have. So that's uh, that's cool to hear you talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they, these skills are tr uh, transportable. Um, and that's what's so great because, uh, you know, as we say, the, the industry is changing so quickly. But, but these skills... Um, the copywriting skills um, and and you know the the ability to, to look at a problem and think through it. Uh, of course, that's part of the liberal arts education as well. But these skills are are transferable and transportable. Things always come back to fundamentals, don't they? Indeed, they uh, do. Richard, we greatly appreciate you uh, setting the time aside and sharing your expertise with us and and sharing uh, all of your experience. Um, thank you very much. Uh, for Publisher Nation, we appreciate it. Until next time.